Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. This is one of those uh, moments. I'm so proud this morning. It reminds me of a gladiator. Are you not entertained? So I was just reading an article right before we popped in the studio to get this podcast going. It's an article by Forbes. Uh, maybe I'll, uh, you know, I should probably put it in the newsletter. Remind me, take a note on that about the most popular podcast, how the podcast space is just blowing up. And you, yes, you, because we can only listen once. You made us uh, one of the apparently three most popular podcasts amongst Republicans. Uh, there's Ben Shapiro, uh, me, and Charlie Kirk. And then, uh, I think there's uh, Michael Knowles. That'd be four. It's, uh, what's that? Michael Knowles. Yeah, so that's the three. And then Shapiro, I guess, was popular amongst independents too. But Republicans, you seem to love the show. Uh, so thank you. I'm honored. I got a loaded show for you today. Uh, more troubling morning signs about the vaccine coming out. An unbelievable article by Dan Horowitz, which again, ladies and gentlemen, because I've got this thing circulating in my body and I've never hidden that from you. It's the greatest medical mistake of my life. No doubt about it. Done out of fear at the time, which was so stupid. Um, has me extremely concerned and probably should have you concerned too. Even if you didn't get it, someone close to you might have. I'm going to read that and uh, show you a stunning video by Project Veritas. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by GenuCell. Folks, we're introducing GenuCell's latest skincare innovation, their microbiome moisturizer with the power of probiotics to help target skin redness, pesky wrinkles, and fine lines, patchy blotches, and other visible signs of premature, premature aging. Yes, I'm talking about those probiotics. I love these things. Found in yogurt. Those, yeah, these super ingredients can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotic extracts help target bad bacteria and can help restore balance to your skin's protective barrier, creating a shield around your skin from visible signs of aging. Now, every GenuCell most popular package includes a new probiotic moisturizer as your gift with every order. GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off and includes products you'll need for all your skincare needs, including those under-eye bags and puffiness. Treat yourself to the best skincare in the world for a look you'll love just in time for Valentine's Day. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan and get your probiotic moisturizer today. Enter Dan, D-A-N, a checkout for an extra 10% off your entire purchase. GenuCell.com slash Dan, G-E-N-U-C-E-L, GenuCell.com slash Dan. Thanks, GenuCell. All right, Joseph, big show today. Let's go. One of the most widely listened to podcasts in the podosphere. I, I can't believe I just sent Joe yeah. the article. Yeah, it's a Forbes, too, Thank which you. is no like bastion of right-wing values. You know, it's pretty down the middle. So, yeah, we yeah. do appreciate it. You, all, you guys are the best, most loyal audience in the business. So, I saw this article pop this morning, and I'll get to it in a minute from Conservative Review. A frequent guest on my radio show is a guy by the name of Dan Horowitz. Uh, Dan has been a truth teller about the COVID vaccine from the start. I've known Dan a very long time. Uh, he has no history of deceptive activities with me at all. He's always been a straight shooter. I know that because he calls out Republicans, too, almost as much as he calls out Democrats when he thinks they're doing non-conservative stuff. Known Dan a very long time. Dan was so... Uh, loud and, and, and out there about the warning about the COVID vaccine early that they banned him from multiple platforms. But he's back. He's got this piece. The warning signs about the COVID vaccine, ladies and gentlemen, continue to mount, okay? And ironically, and not coincidentally though, the push for government censorship is growing. This is not an accident. That's what I'm going to lay out for you. Another group that was banned on Twitter and elsewhere was Project Veritas. They've got a shocking new video out. I'm going to play from you a snippet. You can get the full thing on their Twitter feed, Project Veritas, on their website, Project, Project Veritas.com. 
Uh, you can check the whole video out. I encourage you to watch it. Let me tee it up for you. This is a Pfizer research and development executive. They got on hidden camera. And this Pfizer research and development executive is talking about what appears to be an effort by Pfizer or a proposed effort to be precise to quote, use directed evolution to mutate the COVID virus. Now, if that sounds to you like an incredibly stupid and bad idea, then you're probably a person with a triple digit IQ who's sane and has a grip on reality because it sounds like a really bad idea. Let's take a little poll. Gee, bad idea? Gee says bad idea. Joe, you think this is a bad idea? That's a bad idea, bro. Joe's going to say bad idea. That's a threefer. That's a threefer. There's no one else here, but I'm sure if we took someone else on the poll. Here, I want you to listen to this. It's a little over a minute. Again, the audio, it's not Joe's fault. It's hidden camera audio. They don't have a boom mic in his face. There's this guy, and he's talking about this, this proposed effort, it appears, to mutate this virus. Take a listen. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First... In living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone what's going on. You got to publish your own time. You got to publish your own time. Okay, bro. So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we and then you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. And then you can see the mutation. And you kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know it goes everywhere. Something Which crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical, to say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply a hypothetical discussion. So, I mean, when is Pfizer going to implement the mutation of all these viruses? I don't know. It depends on how the experiments work out, because this is just like something we're dying, right? Folks, now, because I don't believe in slanted coverage, and I will never do what the left does to us and attempt to in any way censor or hide from you the truth. There is a distinct possibility that this person caught on the hidden video for various reasons um, could have been, you know, puffing, you know, chest out, chin up and make look at what we're doing at Pfizer. Winking There's a possibility. You can't ignore that. Uh, again, I refuse to do what leftist goons who are fake media specialists who claim to be journalists do to us, which is slant the truth. That is a possibility. But, folks, this is really um, kind of a devastating video, isn't it? And I, I think the way to dispel the, the possibility that this, also the other possibility this could be real, that Pfizer could in fact be proposing or working on or speculating about, quote, directed evolution and a mutated COVID virus, which seems like a really horrendous idea because a lot of sane people believe efforts to mutate the virus in the Chinese Wuhan lab are what led to the coronavirus outbreak now giving its sudden emergence and its efficiency in attacking human respiratory tissue. This sounds to me like in the realm of bad ideas, ranking them on any scale, zero to 10 or zero to 100, it would be 10 or 100 respectfully with an upward gradient. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, uh, 
I know the left's response. They're going to say it's Project Veritas. You know, it's James O'Keefe. He's a sensationalist. The weird thing is James O'Keefe's probably broken more news than most people in the left-wing media who sit with their thumbs up their rumps all day doing absolutely nothing, parroting regime, talking points, whatever they tell them. We've seen that with just about every scandal of our time. But are you willing to take that chance? So I'll say to the media people, if you're interested in journalism, probably be a good day to get Pfizer on the record, correct? To get Pfizer on the record and say, hey, listen, um, is this real? What is this guy talking about? And I'm going to need for you to prove to us that this isn't happening. I'm going to need for you to prove to us in front of a congressional committee, if you're a lawmaker up on Capitol Hill, that this isn't happening because I'm not sure we're willing to take this risk again, given what happened last time. Stunning video. I strongly encourage you to watch the whole thing. Check out their website at Project Veritas, their Twitter accounts, their other social media pages. You can see the whole thing. Why is this so concerning? Well, it's concerning, obviously, because we don't want to be experimenting with, the, which is, with one of the worst pandemics we've had. Maybe not fatality-wise. I mean, Spanish flu was obviously like, geometrically worse when it comes to the, the, the pure arithmetic of death, fatalities, but Arnaud-wise, infectious, infection and Arnaud, the ability of this virus to spread, it's, it's a reproducibility rate. It was extremely high, and there's no question it killed a lot of people with comorbidities, some elderly people. It was a deadly virus. There's no getting around that. How deadly? Again, it depends on who you listen to. Because the media, depending on what political agenda they needed that day, it was either more deadly or less deadly. One of the guys who's told you the truth over and over and was banned for it and you'd be way ahead of the curve on both these pharma companies and elsewhere is a guy by the name of Daniel Horowitz. Again, he's been a guest on my show. I used to work with him. Uh, disclosure there. I used to work with him when I was at Conservative Review, which uh, later became the blaze. I used to produce his show too, Dan. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Joe, we know Dan well. Dan's, good guy. Yeah, good guy. Uh, Joe, same analysis. Pretty yeah. straightforward. He jumps on everybody's case, man. He does, no one is yeah, spared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. But I'll be honest with you, he has, he has less tolerance for swampy Republicans He's a, than Democrat. I mean, he, he will fillet swampy Republicans. So a really good guy. He's got this piece up. It's on my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Uh, if you want to sign up, it says sign up here. That's free, of course. Please read this article today. 12 new safety signals showing devastating dangers from COVID shots. I got a lot to get through, so I can't get to all of them. The gist of the article is the 12 of them are along the same vein. Uh, mortality, excess mortality rates, side effects. But I'm going to get to two of them that jumped out to me. 12 new safety signals. And, and again, in a sane media environment where science hadn't become politicized and reasonable people were in charge, this would open the eyeballs of the freaking New York Times and the Washington Post. They don't care. Here. Check out this little data point. Zero of these COVID hospital patients in New South Wales were unvaccinated. Zero. According to NSW Health, which breaks down COVID hospitalizations and deaths by cohort of various levels of vaccination. For the two weeks ending December 31st, 2022, not a single COVID hospitalization or ICU admission was among the fully unvaccinated. Meaning it doesn't take a leap in logic to say to you, look, here it is right there. There's the data. Thank you. They didn't even include that in the screenshot. No dose of the vaccine admitted to the hospital. Zero admitted to ICU. Zero. Look at all the people with four doses. 810. Three doses, 377. Two doses, 218. Weird. 
almost as if you got more doses, you were more likely to be admitted to the hospital. Look at the progress. I, I mean, folks, listen, I love statistics. I'm, I know it sounds weird. The statistics you think would be uh, not something up my alley, considering my presentation style. I'm obsessed with statistics. Regression lines, analysis, uh, analysis of, cor- of correlation versus causation, A-B testing, A-B-A testing. Do you, you don't need a statistics degree to say, hey, this looks like a pattern. Is the pattern causal? It's, you have to do an analysis. Is it correlational? Could be. It's not the same thing. But you'd have to be an idiot to not say, that looks kind of bad. I read this article. I mean, this, you want to talk about a kick to the nuts. How do you read this and, and, and then just casually whistle past the graveyard? You know, I grew up in a neighborhood in Glendale. It was known for two things. Glendale, Queens. Liquor stores and graveyards. I'm not kidding. Go to your favorite maps program and put in Glendale, Queens. You'll see a lot of tombstones. It's surrounded by tombstones. A lot of people are going to be whistling past the graveyard if we don't start paying attention and waking them up. Here's another one. The FDA, yeah, our FDA, admits a massive elevated risk for heart attacks, blood clots, and pulmonary emboli. FDA researchers published the results of a massive observational study of 30.7 million Medicare patients in 2021. They found people who took the shot found that the shots increased the risk of pulmonary embolism by 54%, acute myocardial infarction by 42%, blood clotting by 91%, platelet disorder by 44%. They claim this is only an early warning signal and they downplayed the results, but they harmonize with many other surveys, studies, reporting, and an understanding of the shot's mechanism of action. Every single day, he says, they're just, they want to shut you up. Folks, I mean, look at this. I'm, tell us the damn truth. Please just tell us the truth. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm begging you. I'm, I'm begging you. I, this is not a figurative term. I am begging you to tell us the truth. There are people who are legitimately scared out there. This affects everyone. I've gotten a ton, received a ton of emails and Facebook messages, tweets. I try to read as many as I can from people who say, Dan, I was lucky enough to avoid this thing. However, my kid went to college and was forced to take it. My mother was forced to take it as part of a job. Nobody has been left untouched by this. No one. Folks, it is the greatest medical mistake of my life. And I live in fear about this thing every day about what they are not telling us. I am begging the people in charge of now what's sadly become big science. You know, he's talking about big oil and big tech. Big science is becoming even worse and more pernicious and dangerous right now. I am begging you and the old big government, which has been big for a long time, to please come clean with us. Just tell us the truth. It is going to come out, folks. You cannot hide these types of problems if, if, they start to become widespread. I don't jump to conclusions. I am hoping, I am really hoping that these limit that the, the side effects are limited to a small number of people who may have had some pre-existing condition or some different proclivity to react differently to the spike proteins. I am hoping. I am hoping that the large number of people escape this stuff. Obviously, because I'm a human being with some morality here. But I just wish you'd tell us the truth. 
scared. There are a lot of people are too, and I'm not afraid to tell you that. Tell us the damn truth. All right, now it's the coordinated path, by the way. This coordinated path and push forward to censor and shut people up makes sense. Folks, my fear is, is if these side effects that they're reporting start to get wide, uh, start to grow in a more widespread manner, longitudinally over time, and more and more people start reporting cardiac incidents and blood clotting, my fear is that the censorship is going to grow even worse. I base that on a track record, ladies and gentlemen, of analyzing and doing a, a, being a student of history on various socialist and communist and tyrannical regimes. One of the first things they do, and the reason our founding fathers made it the First Amendment, not the Ninth, is they try to crush free speech. They never respond in an open manner and say, like the business world in many cases, when you get a bad stock report, they have this thing called taking a bath. They just dump all the bad information and say, guys, we got to just get it out there and we got to eat the cookies. That's it. The government never does that, ever. My fear is that it's going to get worse. And sure enough, I am right after I, I, get, a, I get a text from one of my friends that says, Dan, you got to read this article. Feds adapting artificial intelligence used to silence ISIS to combat American dissent on vaccines and elections. I mean, I'm putting the show, as I'm writing the show, the text comes in almost as if there was some form of like divine intervention here by Nick Givis. Anti-terror tools used to combat censorship on vaccine here, vaccines here. I rarely use more than one or two screenshots. I got three short ones from this piece. Check out the first one here. The initial idea to use this artificial intelligence was to track dissidents who were interested in toppling U.S.-friendly regimes or to follow any potentially radical threats by examining political posts on big tech platforms. Lord Acton, baby. When power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. You give the government the technological tools to censor, these people will use it and they will eventually turn it on you. So DARPA, which uh, specializes in defense technology-related materials and ideas and tech, DARPA sets four specific goals for the program to detect this stuff, detect basically the misinformation. This is when we're using it for supposed terrorists. To recognize persuasion campaign structures and influence operations across social media, to identify the participants and measure their effects, and to counter the messaging of detected adversary influence operations. Now, that's for terrorists. Little did you know that it would be applied to you and shows like this that try to speak the truth about potential side effects from this thing people have floating around in their bloodstream. Apparently, there's a company out there called WiseDesk, W-I-S-E-D-E-X. Nick notes that WiseDesk, in effect, compiles massive databases of banned keywords. Banned keywords, what, like COVID vaccine problems? So they, combine this, they compile this database of banned keywords and empirical claims. They then sell to platforms like Twitter and Facebook. Oh, they do? Is government dealing with them, too? Government have bad terms, banned terms? Such ban claims databases are then integrated into censorship algorithms. So harmful misinformation stops reaching big audiences, according to Benz's report. Wrote a report on this stuff. He's, he's quoted in it. Oh, the algorithms. So you mean that 
following on Twitter and the, the timeline on Facebook that isn't a chronological account of who you follow, but it's a bunch of posts Facebook deems worthy you see, or even better, deems not worthy for you to see. You may find yourself subject to one of those if you tweet or Facebook post about potential dangers from the COVID vaccine that I would think people who had it in them may want to know about. I'm telling you, this is going to get worse before it gets better. But I think it will get better because there are some green shoots here. There is some sun popping through the clouds. I'll get to that in a second. A huge story popped yesterday on the censorship front. And I think it's because a lot of the pressure you and I are applying to lawmakers and some of these tech companies realize they're in real trouble, potential criminal liability. This is not a mistake. I'll get to that in a second. Stay tuned. We got a new sponsor, uh, Windshield Wow. They've been with us all week. Love them. They're brand new. They sent me a product a while ago. I tried it out because I don't like driving around with a car with a nasty windshield because I don't want to hit someone because I can't see anything, right? It's hard to clean the damn windshield on the inside. Matter of fact, when you have bad uh, elbows like me, not only hard, it's impossible. I tried a stick once, put a stick with like a rag on the end, and it don't work. <laughs> Try to windshield wow. I did. I said it didn't work. The windshield wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. It uses two magnetic cleaning paddles. They're really strong. One on the outside, one on the inside. It cleans both sides of the windshield. It's really super easy. All from the outside. You just push around the outside paddle. The inside follows and cleans the inside automatically. Cleanest my windshield's been in a long time. No more struggling. The windshield wow applies a firm cleaning pressure for you. It's super thin to get in those tight dash areas. I like the windshield clean, obviously, for a number of reasons. It rains a lot down here, too. It gets hot. You wind up breathing on the inside. You get that haze on the inside of the car's windshield. No good. Windshield Wow is the fastest and least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. We were impressed. We got two. I got one for Paula. Go to windshieldwow.com. Get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com. Windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Dot com. Thanks for sponsoring our newest, uh, our, being our newest sponsor. We appreciate it. Love the product. Check it out. Windshieldwow.com. Okay. So he, here's where I believe the tide may be turning. And it's not going to be overnight, folks. I just strongly encourage you to not get disgruntled and be patient. I get a lot of emails from people, a lot of Facebook messages. Uh, most of them are very optimistic about the future of the country, despite the kick in the nads we've taken lately with Joe Biden and the border and other stuff. We've been in worse places before. But some of them are really down. They say, Dan, I'm ready to give up. Well, I'm not ready to give up, and you shouldn't be either. Because through your protests, through your contacting your congresspeople, and from them asking Facebook and Twitter questions, we had this change. Reclaim the net. Facebook and Instagram reinstate President Donald Trump's accounts. Folks, I mean, honestly, do you think they did that because they were just being nice and cute to President Trump? Of course not. Do you understand the leftist pressure that was being applied? Believe me, I see it from behind the scenes. That was being applied to Facebook to keep this guy off. Why? Oh, they just didn't want his message getting out there. No, no, no. Yeah, that's part of it. But that's not it. You want to know really why the left was so eager? And a massive amount of pressure I'm hearing from sources. Massive by leftist goons and hacks, coordinated leftist goons and hacks to kick this guy off Trump and keep him off Facebook and Instagram. The real reason is he raised a fortune on Facebook. Money. And money is power. Just ask George Soros. We had Matt Palumbo who wrote the book on him, the man behind the curtain on my radio show yesterday. Money is power. I wish it weren't. I wish we lived in their 
cutesy equality equity world where everybody's the same and loves it. That's not the world we live in. That's not the world we're ever going to live in. This world is built on merit and hard work and people who work hard. And sometimes people are lucky, get things other people don't get. You have the opportunity to do it too. They don't want that. They hate it. He can raise money. He raised a fortune on Facebook. That's why they wanted him off. Facebook folded and it's nothing to do with Facebook. It's, oh, look at us. We're being so nice. This is unfair. This is terrible. No. How do I know that? That they were forced by Congress people on the Republican conservative side and others who were telling them, listen, you got two choices, man. You know, you do not want to be a public carrier and you do not want to be broken up, whether you agree with that position or not. But you get broken up, you're going to have a whole lot of problems. Here's Nick Clegg from Facebook, former uh, lawmaker himself. Here's uh, Nick Clegg. I'm desperately trying to explain to Brett Baer on Fox last night why people, uh, foreign leaders on Facebook, were allowed to say really atrocious things. And yet you ban President Trump when he basically told people to chill at the Capitol on Facebook, saying how this isn't what we do. And watch Nick Clegg try to explain this thing away. It's hilarious. That's how I know these people are in a bind and are only doing it because they were forced to. Check this out. You look at other people who may maybe still didn't get suspended on, on Facebook or Instagram who have done or said other things. Uh, and I'm just trying to get a sense of where the community standards are for political speech uh, and what you took from that day on that decision. Yeah, I mean... Like you, I don't think it, it helps to go through each and every single post that, that, that appeared that day. Um, uh, there are other posts where, which, which had a, a much more, uh, at best, ambivalent uh, message of support for, for those who uh, did, you know, indulge in, in, in exceptional violence at the centre of American democracy on that, on that day. But, but where we draw the line is, it, as a general principle, we're a private company, we're a private tech company, we're not a political entity, we don't we don't try and make decisions which sort of, you know, help or hinder one side or the other. We believe in free and open debate, particularly in the world's most powerful democracy, the United, United States. We're trying to strike the right balance between free expression, free and open political debate, whilst at the same time making sure that for all the users who use uh, Facebook and Instagram, it's, it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, none of what he said actually vibes with reality, folks. Donald Trump was never ambivalent about the, quote, extreme violence at the Capitol, ever. Ever. He clearly said, march peacefully and patriotically before it happened. Afterward, he put on Facebook, telling people uh, opposed not to do this. This isn't what we do. This is what the left does. He was never ambivalent about extreme violence, ever. That He's just making that up. And then second... His, his position that, oh, we're not a political company, we don't get involved in politics, that is total bull. That is bull. I have a lot of friends in the movement. Conservatives are attacked disproportionately on Facebook by them deputizing a bunch of ridiculous clown 18-year-old fact-checkers to make sure our political arguments go away while the left's flourish. There is no equivalent effort on the left to censor leftists. None. It doesn't happen. Let me sum this up because I don't want to drone on about this part. I got to get a ton of stuff, including an update on this classified documents case. Just leave it here. What you're doing is working. Please don't get disappointed. 
If you're going to get angry, anger is understandable, but funnel it into productive means. Calling and, and, and pushing your senators, your congressmen, your local representatives, your activism, run for office yourself, donate, knock on doors. We can turn the tide on this. And the reason they let him back is because you did this. You did it. Now, there are more stories they're desperately trying to censor. And in one case, it's not working. It's not just trying to censor Trump or the vaccine where we started. It's going to flow intentionally this way during the show. They are also desperate to censor. As I said, what is in the classified documents Joe Biden had illegally? I told you it's not that he had the documents. That's not the scandal. It's what's in the documents. That's the scandal. That's the scandal. How do I know that? Stay tuned. I'll show you a story coming up in a second. How desperate they are to make this story go away. They are freaking out. Folks, the Biden administration, you know they're spending more money. They want to spend more money. They're actually going to fight and to shut the government down to spend more money. What does that mean? That means more inflation. Print more money, you're going to get more inflation. You had enough of the games yet? You want to protect yourself against government games? Protect your savings and retirement. Invest in gold. Diversify into gold with Birch Gold, B-I-R-C-H. I bought gold from them multiple times. I love the company Birch Gold. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes, and here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it super easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898 to claim your free information kit on gold and then talk to one of the precious metal specialists. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who I trust to protect my future and yours. Text DAN to 989898 today. Birch Gold, past performance and not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Thanks, Birch. Use them multiple times. Now, you're always going to be a couple weeks ahead of the cycle. I owe that to you. That's my job. You all have real jobs. I have a fake job. This isn't a real job. I talk for a living, but I love my job because I love the fact that you can go to work, listen to my show and tell your friends that, hey, you know, I think it's a big deal what's in the documents. Not that he had them. I mean, Trump had them. Pence had them. Clearly, people have had classified documents forever. It's a crime. We should prosecute it. I get it and investigate it. Totally fair. Understand. Not saying it's not a big deal. But, you know, I heard in a podcast that it's what's in the documents that I really would like to find out because of what's in the classified documents Biden has marries up to any information on the Hunter Biden computer or information Hunter Biden may have given to foreign leaders. In other words, an information trafficking routine. So Hunter Biden could make money for information Joe Biden had. Then that would be really bad. Right. Anyone dispute that? Be That would kind of be bad. Yep. I think so. So why? If they want to be open and the Biden administration has said what, Joe? They said, oh, we're cooperating. We're being totally transparent. Green job here, totally transparent. We're like Scotch tape, man. You can see right through us. You are. So why is NBC News, and I use this outlet intentionally, to the left of Vladimir Lenin, Pravda is more uh, down the middle than NBC News. Why is NBC News reporting that senators, by the way, both parties, are now venting frustration after a top intelligence official in the Biden administration, by the way, refuses to brief them on Biden and Trump classified documents. Tom Cotton, so the Republican, is so PO'd about it, he's threatening to withhold judicial nominations. Why won't they tell the senators on the intel community what's in the documents? That's all Tom Cotton's asking for. Why won't they do that? 
Well, Miranda Devine explains why. She was on Tucker's show the other day. Kind of hinted at this yesterday. This is the scandal, as I says, two weeks ago when this stuff started to break, or a week and a half, whenever. People talk to me and others. What's in the documents could implicate Joe Biden in a foreign agent scandal for the ages, where he was basically using his people and his family to sell information to foreign countries. There's a way to clear this up. The special counsel U.S. attorney assigned to it could just look at what's in the Hunter laptop and compare it to the classified documents, but nobody's allowed to see them. Listen to Miranda Devine sum this up beautifully. So you've read the entire laptop. You wrote a, wrote a book about it. You clearly remember this document. Tell us how different this is, this email from everything else you saw on the laptop. Hi, Tucker. Look, this email is like nothing else that Hunter has written in the entire nine years covered by the laptop. It is extremely long, 1,300 words. It's very detailed, very well informed, well written. Um, you know, it reads like an official document, even it reads like a classified document. There's information in there that's not readily available. He sounds very knowledgeable and uh, very breezy about it. And you have to remember that this is at a time a month before he joined the Burisma board. He needed money desperately and because uh, to feed his drug habit and uh, they were going to pay him $83,000 a month to do not very much and obviously they were paying for his proximity to his father and he was showing as he never did again uh, his value to them and of course having access to classified information um, would make his price much higher so uh, that's sort of the motive for it the other thing about it is that it's very easy, I think, for the special counsel, Robert Hur, to immediately just clear up whether or not um, Hunter had access to classified information by just cross-matching that email and other information on the laptop with the information in those classified documents. Yeah, it's not hard. I mean, the Biden administration has said because they always tell the truth. They always tell the truth that they're being transparent, they're being open. Karine Jean-Pierre says they're being prudent and they're cooperating and they came forward and they told everyone, hey, listen, we had these documents. What a shame. I mean, we found them by accident, moving stuff. Oh, you did? You did? You sure about that story? You sure you want to stick to that? That's my story and I'm sticking to it because I doubt that's what happened. Folks, I'm going to say it until you're ready to ipecac and vomit. Is Joe Biden a foreign agent? That's the question. What was in those documents? Did that information show up with Hunter? Did Joe Biden say to Hunter, you know, it'd be a real shame if you wanted to needed a job with Burisma and uh, you discovered some documents, uh, Hunter, that were in my uh, office, uh, in my driveway there, in my Corvette, and those documents had some information on Ukraine. Uh, be a real shame if you found that because the information is really valuable and the Ukrainians could probably use it. Be a real shame. Winky, winky, nod guy. Two weeks ahead, as I says. So the FBI agent who was arrested for allegations that he was taking money for political activities, not reporting them while with the FBI, by the way, and later on uh, in the United States, Charles McGonagall, uh, we spent two days covering that. But just an update on that, because again, I'm never going to give you slanted coverage and I'm obligated to tell you the truth. That's what we do here. We actually do reporting, unlike modern media, which are a bunch of goons and hacks and political activists. 
So a um, New York Post piece popped, and they confronted the wife of the FBI agent, a woman by the name of Pamela McGonagill. Now, one of the reasons they confronted her, we did, we addressed it over the last few shows. The New York Post picked up on this after we and and actually it's I got it from Marco Polo on Twitter and Stephen McIntyre. So we're fair about attribution here. Emails about lacrosse playing kids link Hunter Biden and the wife of ex-FBI agent Charles McGonagall. We explained that yesterday and the day before. Hunter Biden is on the same email exchange about soccer practices and stuff as the FBI agent who's accused of international influence peddling with Albania, who was dealing with China, which is weird. They're on the same email chain. Now, as I've repeatedly said, that's not dispositive of anything. I'm on email chains with a bunch of people. I have no idea who they are. It doesn't mean anything. However, what makes me enormously suspicious is some of the people mentioned in the indictment thought to be person B seem to be reaching out to Hunter Biden to follow him. Again, not necessarily dispositive, but a clue you would follow if you were interested in doing journalism, which they're not. Another clue would be the fact that the people involved in the FBI scandal are dealing with the Chinese energy conglomerate that's also dealing with Hunter Biden. That would be called again. A clue. So they confronted Pamela McGonagall. They note that she did not return an email from the New York Post commenting on this. And they note that she blew her stack while carrying two small dogs outside their Greenwich Village apartment on Wednesday. Here's her quote. So this is their side of the story. The wife of the FBI agent saying there is no comment. And this is the important, there's no connection, she angrily told the reporter after yelling at a photographer, put your camera away. We've made it clear we have nothing to say. I'm not interested in the no comment part. That's, you know, no comments, no comment. But she did make a comment. She said there's no connection. It's possible. However, this is the kind of thing, again, if we had a media enterprise in the United States, even remotely interested in facts, who would be running this thing down until kingdom come, if it involved Donald Trump, Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, or candidly, anyone else with an R in front of their name. But they don't seem really that interested in all. Just like they didn't seem interested in the details of the very suspicious and mysterious attack on Paul Pelosi. There were a number of questions about the Paul Pelosi attack, which was dreadful. The man got hit with a hammer in the head. That pretty much sucks. The human being, again, we're obligated to speak about it in a non-slanted, unbiased matter. Unlike the media, which wasn't even remotely curious about a number of things that popped about this case that were very, let's say, questionable. And one of them was, hey, listen, there's police body cameras here. You're talking about who used to be the Speaker of the House, no more, thankfully, Nancy Pelosi. She's a government figure. She works for us, not the Democrat Party. She may be a Democrat, but she was the Speaker of the House of the United States, not the Speaker of the House of the Democrats, okay? It's kind of an important story, right? If this was a politically motivated attack, I want to know. I mean, I only did this for a living in the Secret Service, stopping politically motivated attacks. Like, if anybody has a bona fides to comment on it, it'd be, but as two thumbs and comments, this guy. So I'm curious. I've not jumped to any conclusions on this at all. Could have been a burglar, a random attack, could have been a political attack. But it, again, censorship, beach ball underwater, vaccine, censoring Trump censoring the Biden paperwork. What did I tell you? The left is going to double down on hiding stuff whenever they feel like there's something you shouldn't see. Well, that's not working out too well. Washington Examiner, Paul Pelosi attacked body camera. The footage is to be released following a court order. We're going to get that. We're going to get it now, potentially any minute. 
And we'll see what happened through the view of the police body cam. And we're not going to jump to any conclusions. And we're not going to say anything we can't back up because unlike modern journalists, I actually care about my credibility. But this is the kind of thing that if you were going to throw out there, Pelosi and others, that this was some politically motivated attack by a MAGA supporter looking to overthrow the country in another insurrection, then I feel like you should just, I don't know, fellas, maybe back that up. Just an idea, you think? Yeah. Maybe before you throw that out there, you should have this thing called evidence. Yeah, good start. Yeah. Good start. <laughs> maybe you're right. Maybe this guy on the body cam says to the cop, I hate Democrats and Pelosi, and I am here to kill in the name of MAGA. We, I promise you when it's released, we will be back here tomorrow if that's the case and condemn it in the strongest possible terms. Just show us. You said it. We'll see. By the way, note about tomorrow, before I get to my next sponsor, and then a spectacular whiff by Adam Schiff, who, of course, has to speak on the Chinese Communist Party platform. <laughs> he, he misses the irony at all. Uh, tomorrow's Friday, right? I mean, it's Thursday. Right? Questions for tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a question during my Friday Ask Me Anything session, go to Locals. I've been firing it up with content on Locals. Download the Locals app. I'm at Bongino. I'll put a post, questions for tomorrow's show. You can submit a question there. Also on True Social, at Bongino. I will post there, and I'll, hopefully we'll get your questions in for tomorrow's show. Uh, stay tuned. Adam Schiff, this is a... Him missing the irony of this video is just delicious. Uh, stay tuned. Kick off 2023. Excuse me, folks. Uh, with more flavor and more savings. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up on all your favorites. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout, and get $30 off your order. We love Omaha Steaks. I've been in Omaha Steaks house for a long time through three states. I love it. Save up to 55% on select Omaha Steaks customer favorites. Buy more. And save when you stock up on these mouthwatering items. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite's guaranteed perfect. Visit omahasteaks.com today. Enter Bongino at checkout to get $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, folks. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. There's a reason Omaha Steaks has been the leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout, and get the delicious flavors I'm talking about for an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Check it out. The food is amazing. He's been wolfing down the burgers like there's no tomorrow. Put those grill lines, a little seasoning, toast that bun. You got yourself a meal for the ages there, don't you? It's good stuff. Check it out. All right, back to the show. So, Adam Schiff, who uh, thankfully, and listen, I, I, I obviously was not a Kevin McCarthy supporter for a speaker. I, I, I think that's fairly obvious. You can just listen to the show. We spent, what, the whole week on it, guys? I mean, radio show, three hours a day. Uh, however, you know my policy on this stuff is if we can use Republicans to advance conservatism and they do conservative stuff, then it's a good thing, right? And when they don't, uh, we should vigorously and robustly call it out and expose it. That's our job. It doesn't matter if they're Republicans. We're not Democrats where we give anyone with the D a pass. We don't do that. But McCarthy followed through on his word and had tip to him. He booted Adam Schiff, Swalwell, and Ilhan Omar off their respective committees. So good for you. Having Adam Schiff and Swalwell on an intelligence committee, despite respectively allegations that one is a proven liar leveraging intelligence to manipulate media narratives and shift. And Swalwell having a with Fang Fang, an alleged Chinese spy, is obscene. 
is obscene. You can sit on any other committee. You don't have access to sensitive intel. He said, we booted him off. Good for you. Here's Adam Schiff, totally missing the irony of this. He goes, one, he says, this is, I can't, I can't with this guy. He's such a moron. His counter to this has been, oh, this is just a fundraising mechanism by the Republicans. They're just trying to raise money off my name. Here he is asking for money on the Chinese app thought to be linked to the Chinese Communist Party. TikTok asking for money and whining about it. This is glorious. Check it out. Hello, I'm Congressman Adam Schiff with some troubling news. Today, Kevin McCarthy removed me from the House Intelligence Committee, all for doing my job, for holding Trump accountable and standing up to the extreme MAGA Republicans. We knew it would be bad when the Republicans took over, but it's far worse than we expected. But I can promise you this. This is not the end of my fight for our democracy. This is just the beginning. Please join us and contribute today. Thank you. I got to move. I really, I could, the the irony with this guy is just, again, delicious. He accuses Trump of colluding with the Russians while he's on a recorded phone call trying to get naked pictures of Trump from alleged Russians. The guy claims misinformation is a big problem while having a documented history about lying about evidence of Russian collusion. He says they kicked him off the committee because they're trying to fundraise while he's on a Chinese app TikTok thought to be connected to the Communist Party of China, asking for money. <laughs> now, McCarthy, again, um, we're going to stay on top of this whole thing. That's our job. It's not to kiss anybody's ass here. It's to make sure conservatives do conservative stuff and even non-conservatives do conservative stuff. Here's McCarthy, the new speaker. And uh, I got to tell you, man, he just body bags a reporter on this one. A reporter questions him about Schiff and Swalwell. And... Um, Good for him. Like This really didn't end well for the reporter. Take a listen. He used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel, because it goes to the national security of America. And I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell, because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. Listen, man, good for you. Is it an act? Is it not an act? The guy hasn't been the best conservative over time. I don't know, but let's get more of that. There's already been some things I've had some questions about, but so far they're standing strong on the debt ceiling and he did what he said he was going to do. We're going to base our analysis on his performance based on facts and evidence. That's what we're going to do. That's what I owe you. I'm not going to give you just random opinion. guy sucks. Well, why? Okay, back it up. That's what we're going to do on this show. We're going to stay focused. I'm not going to waste your time with a bunch of nonsense, screaming and yelling for an hour with no point. Because who won't be honest with you? Well, who won't be honest with you is the Biden administration. Did you see this PJ Media piece? It's in the newsletter today. Remember the Biden administration putting out a couple of weeks ago, guys, this new app? Apparently, if you're overseas, there's this CBP app. You just click on the app and claim asylum and it's like, boom, oh, app yeah, admitted yeah. into the United States. Oh, check that. Remember we heard about that and we were like, just like before, Joe, 
Uh, that was a really, really, just like the mutating vaccines thing with Pfizer. Yeah. That's, it sounds like a bad idea, right? Like an app overseas. So anybody, look, oh, check this out. Look, uh, asylum. Okay, come on in. Here's, here's the scam. So the Biden administration is now insisting that these illegal border crossings are down. We're like, that's so weird because we're like looking at video. It doesn't look like it. But Todd Benzman, this fellow at CIS, he did a piece explaining the scam. This new app doesn't reduce the number of illegal migrants flooding the southern U.S. border. It just pre-approves them. <laughs> so Border Patrol, CBP, can claim apprehensions and crossings are down. As Todd Benzman said, the illusion would impress Harry Houdini. You cannot trust anything these jerkwads tell you. Anything. They are lying. Oh, look, uh, legal border crossings. Yes, because you had them all go on the app and pre-approved them to fly them around the country. Here's another lie they keep telling you. Covered this yesterday. Again, piece by Quinn Hillier. Again, there's no radical right-winger. This guy doesn't even like Trump very well. But he writes good stuff. Medicare and Social Security are doomed unless a bipartisan effort saves them. Now you see where the Republicans are holding on the debt ceiling? There's no money, folks. CBO has a new report at the CBO. The left loves the CBO. This is not Dan Bongino's report. That doesn't stand for comprehensive Bongino analysis or anything like that if there was an A there. <laughs> this is the CBO. Yes, I know it's A. <laughs> the CBO. Medicare trust fund insolvency will happen by 2030 and Social Security by 2033. What else do you need to hear? It's 10 years away, less in the case of Medicare. What else do you need to hear? There's no money. Are we going to fix it and start prioritizing? Are we going to take care of the seniors? Are we got to take care of our military? Or are we just going to keep, no, 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 let's just ignore it. Again, go to a MAPS program. Look up Glendale, Queens. It's a lot of graveyards for you to whistle past. Go visit. I lived there. I lived at, I don't want to say the address. Could you go? I lived on 64th place. I'll leave it at that. 64th place, up in Liberty Park, right near the top, left side of the street. Graveyards everywhere. Go whistle past them. One more thing I want to play. I want to play Biden yesterday because Biden loves BSing you, and I love listening to Biden BS you because stupid people fall for this on the border, on the solvency of the United States, Social Security, Medicare. Really, people fall for this all the time because they want to fall for it. It's kayfabe, as I said yesterday. It's like fake wrestling. You pretend to wrestle, we pretend to believe you. Here's Biden talking about trickle-down economics. I'm going to skip ahead. Again, using a, a, a non-existent economic theory, which I'll prove to you again, it doesn't exist, to show you why we should spend more money and tax more rich people. Check this out. You know, uh, we, uh, and we've talked a lot about this around the table, the folks here, that uh, I decided this time out, I think you all were in the same boat, I want the wealthy to continue to be able to do well, but look, I'm tired of trickle-down economics. I want to build this economy from the bottom up and the middle out. When that happens, poor folks have a shot, middle class does well, and the wealthy never get hurt. They're doing just fine. And so we also want to talk about uh, uh, the extreme Republican economic plan. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy's an idiot, so I, I, I really... He may actually believe trickle-down economics is a real thing. It is not. There is no such thing. It is a leftist talking point. Oh, didn't Ronald Reagan? No, no, it is a leftist talking point. This is now probably the 10th time we played this. 
Save it. Keep it on your phone or your computer for all your leftist friends who cite trickle down. It doesn't exist. It's a leftist talking point trying to make you believe rich people and successful people are getting over on you. Listen to the great Thomas Sowell eviscerate the fake trickle-down economics talking point. Check this out. President Obama in December of last year, the market will take care of everything. They tell us jobs and prosperity will eventually trickle down to everyone else. In April of this year, during the Bush years, the wealthy got wealthier, but prosperity sure didn't trickle down. In July, this past summer, Barack Obama, we've tried it their way. It didn't work. We were told that prosperity would start at the top and then trickle down. Close quote. Where does this... Trickle, where does this phrase trickle down come from? Oh, I don't know. It was as far back as, uh, as, the, as the first, as the uh, Roosevelt administration. Uh, there is absolute, it is an incredible thing. It's, there is a non-existent theory that is constantly being attacked. Uh, some years ago in my newspaper column, I challenged anybody to cite any economist outside of an insane asylum who had ever made that argument. Nobody ever, ever ever came up with a single person. So when Barack Obama says in this past July, quote, we were told that prosperity Ask him would- who told him. Nobody told him. Nobody no told him. No economist has ever held that. No, no politician has ever said it. I don't know of anybody who's ever said it. In fact, uh, when I put this out, and I went, went out in a nationally syndicated column, uh, various people uh, wrote me and said, well, so-and-so said that so-and-so said it. Find me the person who said it. I don't want to hear how you- a said that B said, find me B and show me where he said it. And that was years ago. Not one example has been offered. Folks, it's made up. Why is trickle down economics a made up leftist talking point? It made it up because it sounds really awful. Trickle down to me while all these people are getting high on the hog and it's trickling down the scraps off the table. It's made up to hide from you the fact that the top 20% of earners in this country pay 80% of the tax load. That's why. They don't want you to know the truth. Because they lie to you. I'm not going to do that here. Hey, thanks again. Please submit your questions for tomorrow's show. We'll take them. And uh, thank you again for your outstanding support. Uh, I always put the reminder at the end of the show. Uh, uh, sorry if it's a nuisance, but your subscriptions and follows to the show mean more than anything, almost as much as the actual listens. You had us at number four again yesterday on the podcast charts. If you wouldn't mind, please subscribe. Click that subscribe and follow button on Apple, Spotify, Uh, and rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino. I personally deeply appreciate it. You really help us get the message out there. It means the world to us. So thank you very much. Subscribe, follow. It is absolutely free for you to do so. I will see you on the uh, radio show later and back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.